Welcome to DIY for Business. It's Russ and Greg with you. Today, we are talking about video digital marketing. How exciting is that? I know. When we decided to do a digital marketing episode, I go, oh, Russ is in his element today. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love it. This is one of my favorite topics. I was thinking like maybe it's my birthday or it's a holiday of some sort. Maybe it's Christmas. That's that's what it is. I think it's even better than Christmas. It really is. For you at least. I mean, this, this is the one and we get to share it today exactly with Mike Sklut and Mike welcome aboard thanks for having me fellas I appreciate it so Mike you work with uh, KTVU a, a station here in San Francisco we're, we're in the northern California area and this station has been around it's like it takes me back to like childhood with this station I don't know what life would be without KTVU well I mean you guys were the leaders for news forever I mean your news broadcast has always been the leader here in the Bay Area yeah, we like to self-promote and call ourselves a legacy station right here in the Bay Area. So, and anyone that grew up here, uh, like the three of us did, uh, we know all the anchors right from back in the day. And oh yeah, um, yeah. So, and and it's been you know it's been the news leader on broadcast, right? The television side for for decades. Uh, and part of it is the talent. Part of it is um, you know they've always kind of had that long mm-hmm. form where they were that sole news local news at, at that 10p block right 10 to 11 so they kind of had that block to themselves and it certainly didn't hurt that they had you know great talent over the years and they still have great talent i mean that was there forever wasn't he i mean he, he was like the longest standing nighttime news anchor for the bay area wasn't he i want to say 40 years yeah yeah and, and like now that. his replacement frank somerville has been there for 20 something years so um yeah they you know that i think that's well, A, it's a great gig, right? So no one wants to leave the job once right. they have the job. Right. Um, uh, and then B, um, you know, they, they've always been the lady, the the ratings leader, mm-hmm. right? So there's never, there hasn't been much turnover. You see a lot of turnover when you're in fourth or fifth place. Well, and I know, you know, we've got listeners outside the Bay Area that are being like, well, is this show going to be about? No, it's it's not about the Bay Area. Don't worry. We're going to get into the digital marketing thing. But I do have to tell you one more thing. Uh, when I decided to get into radio and broadcasting and eventually lead to this podcast, my first ever interview for like a report in high school when I had to like meet somebody and do this report on becoming a broadcaster, I interviewed Leslie Griffith, the news anchor at uh, KTVU. So I got to go into the studio and do all this. St- it was totally awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, no, she was a big name too for a long time. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's not a bad oh, yeah. first interview, Leslie Griffith. I know, right? I was excited <laughs> about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, okay, we are talking uh, digital marketing here today. Uh, tell, tell us a little what you do in, in, for KTVU on the digital sure. marketing side. Yeah. So KTVU is is a Fox owned and operated station, right? So we're we we've always kind of been a broadcast first station, um, but Fox, like other broadcast companies, right? They've they have seen over the last ten years, right, or so, that um, viewers are shifting, right? They're shifting from what we consider traditional broadcast television, right, where you're watching TV through a dish or through a cable box. We're out. We're, we're all now shifting to watching television through different things, right? So, I would say in the last ten years, broadcast companies have really kind of gotten hip to the game that they need to mm-hmm. really kind of invest in digital marketing, right? And that's what we're talking about today, right? And not just because of what Facebook has done and what Google has done, um, but there's a lot of elements, as you guys know, and a lot of the, you know the business owners know and consumers know. They know without knowing 
um, that digital marketing is, is everywhere. So I'm in charge of the local team here in the Bay Area in terms of working with national and local advertisers on their digital marketing, whatever, you know, whatever uh, we see fit is what would be um, a good return on investment for that client. Yeah, and I think you really touched on kind of the direction I wanted to go first is when you said what you see fit, because, you know, one type of advertising isn't a fit for every type mm-hmm. of company. There's so many different types, right? There's retail. I think you and I have talked about car dealerships. There's service companies. There's restaurants. There's so many different types of companies out there. And just one type of digital product isn't right for everybody. So when you're meeting with a potential client, you know, what are, what's, what's the process to figure out what is right for each type of business? Yeah, I mean, that's a great question. And I think we start with, uh, you know, a, a client's needs analysis, right? What, what that client, as we'd like to say, what's keeping them up at night, right? Or, or what, what, how they're seeing uh, the majority of their leads come through or what, what their message needs to be sort of thing, right? So then we kind of talk about that and what they're currently doing, right? And, and just like you mentioned, Greg, there's so many different companies that have so many different needs and there's so many different options in the digital space. It's, it's almost, it can be overwhelming, right? So it's, it's hard enough to own a business, uh, a local business, and then on top of that, to figure out a way how to get people coming to your door, Right, whether it's the brick and mortar door or whether it's the virtual door, being your website or phone calls, um, whatever it might be. So we kind of we we like to start with the client's needs analysis, kind of talk to them in terms of where they see their business now, where they see their business a year from now, and to see like you talked about, right? Which one of our products would be a good fit, and and maybe we don't have a product that's a good fit, right? I, I don't want to try and um, force somebody to work with us um, just to just to, you know, to be their partner. Right. So, um, you know, just kind of talk it through and what we have and, and try and find that right fit from all the different options that we have. Talk a little bit about some of those options, because I don't think many people really understand the variety of options out there. Even me and I, and I've known you for a number of years and we talk all the time and stuff. I don't know all the options. In fact, you know, we're kind of exploring a new option right now. So, so talk a little bit about the different options out there for all these companies. Yeah, well, I think, um, you know, for, for us, right, for a, for a broadcast television station, we're, we're all about video, right? We've always been about video. That's our bread and butter. So we kind of lean on video. And when it comes to Fox, right, we have really kind of two types of digital video where we have, we like to call it our own and operated digital, right? So that's the, the TV station's website. Um, that's the... Fox Sports app, right? That's the Fox Now app. So those are people that want to consume Fox programming. They're just consuming it from a digital standpoint, right? So they're they're streaming it through their phone or through the app uh, or whatever it might be, right? And and what we've gotten into uh, in the last few years, and and this is an acronym. Everything is an acronym, right? Is what we talk about a lot is OTT, right? So over the top. So. Um, you know, the short version is that streamers, right? So streaming has kind of become um, really the big thing. It is the big thing now, right? Uh, and there's two type of streaming. There's the subscription-based model, right? We were talking Netflix and Hulu um, and Disney Plus, where you pay a monthly fee to stream all this content. But where we are, where Fox is, and where a lot of companies are now, is being able to access other 
um, content providers inventory and that are people that are streaming um, not subscription-based, but advertising-based, right? And that's kind of the key for us is that for, a, for you know, for non-subscription, for not having a subscription or just having a $30 sling subscription, you can stream all these different programs knowing that you're going to have to sit through the commercials, right? Because you're not paying that extra 15 bucks a month. So that's become really, really big. Um, and I would say that's, you know, that's the, that is it right now from where I sit on a daily basis. That is the most important part of the job is, is this OTT um, that everyone um, has, right? Because as we talked about, Greg, I like to call it targeted television, right? Because you're, you're watching television, you're watching a 30 minute or a 60 minute program, right? These aren't two minute clips like on Facebook or YouTube or Twitter or TikTok, right? These are, these are real television programs that you're sitting through, but because it's run through your router, right? It's run, it's run through your IP address, through your Wi-Fi. Um, we're able to kind of target it to make sure it's running in front of somebody that checks all the boxes of a client that you would like. Right. So we, you know, we were talking about like an auto dealer. Right. So if I have my exclude Toyota of San Francisco, I want to I want to only run my commercial or stream my commercial to people that are in market for a Toyota that are male 35 plus that make one hundred thousand dollars a year that have two kids. Right. Because that's my perfect clientele. So you're kind of blending television and digital into one kind of concept. And that's why it's become so popular with not only like smaller local advertisers where we're talking big dollars from the Comcast of the world, from the Toyotas of the world, from the Hondas of the world. There's they're shifting a lot of their dollars from traditional television to this OTT space. The interesting thing about that, you know, is like there's Johnny Carson. You know, we all watched Johnny Carson back in the 80s, right? The 90s, well, probably 60s, 70s as well. <laughs> I wasn't around back then, but sure. Um, everybody watched the same shows. Now, not everybody even watches TV. I handed right. a remote control to my kids uh, <laughs> a few years back and they're like, what do I do with this? <laughs> like, yeah. how, wait, you can't fast forward past the commercial? What? They, they didn't <laughs> get it. You know, they didn't understand it. Like they don't even, uh, they never watch a regular TV. It's all streamed. And yeah. that's the future, and 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 really, it's the now. Like yeah. those various streaming video services, all the different devices. I mean, I've got—I don't even know how many different devices. I've got a Roku, an Apple TV, a, the Google TV. Uh, we we watch on our computers. There's so many different ways to get video. One of the exciting things to me about video and uh, really just digital marketing in general is that ability to target specific people. Yeah. Let's talk a, a little bit on, on cost on that. And I know, you know, it's different packages and different things for everyone, but are we looking at, because some people might be afraid of doing TV because of cost, or some people might be afraid of, of doing big campaigns because of cost. Do, do people really need to walk away from this because of, of, of cost concerns, or is there something available for kind of the, the smaller businesses out there with a maybe smaller budget? Uh, that's a great point. And I think one of the beauties of OTT, right, is not just what we talked about, like that targeting, targeted television aspect, um, is that you can really get micro-targeted with your geography, right? Mm -hmm. So if I'm, a, if I'm a business owner and I have a, a one location and I know that only people that live within a five-mile five mile radius come to my store, you can target streamers just in that five-mile radius, right? So, and the way we sell it is on 
again, the acronym, right? CPM, right? Which is a cost per thousand, right? So you're, you're charging a client, a local client X amount for every thousand impressions, right? So every thousand times someone that commercial is seen, you're charging some, a, a client 30 bucks, right? Or something like that. Right. So you can really um, be targeted with your, you know, four to $5,000 a month. And as I like to say, they're not wasted impressions, right? Right. So somebody right. who's not in market for a Toyota is not going to see that ad because that household hasn't been, hasn't been pre-identified of somebody in market for a specific car or right. in market right. for a specific medical procedure or whatever it might be. Right. So it is a very cost efficient and cost effective way and targeted way to got to spend those advertising. Yeah. I think dollars. that's a, that's like I said, one of the coolest things about this is you do get to, you know, pick your audience. And if you're only advertising to the potential clients that you actually want, like that's pretty darn good. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, you're going to get a much better ROI on that. I, I think the other thing to think about though is for like, what, what's their business model? Mm-hmm. Because if their business model is, I'm just going to say handkerchiefs. <laughs> just as extreme. I don't know what kind of margins there are in, in handkerchiefs and I don't know how much they make per handkerchief that they sell. And, you know, so, you know, maybe that type of a product, unless you're really reaching a lot of people and, you know, 80% of the people that, that watch that impression are actually going to come in and buy a handkerchief or, or buy it online. So it's really understanding who your audience is and understanding your business model. And, and it really just becomes a math equation, mm-hmm. right? It, it, you just figure out, okay, how many impressions am I going to get? What do you think my return is going to be as far as those impressions? Is there a call to action? And if there is a call to action, how much money do I make per, you know, per action? Yeah. Right? It, it's, it's fascinating when I talk to all these different businesses because – you know, their goals for doing digital marketing can differ so greatly. Some some companies want to just, hey, let's do an advertisement. Let's sell something with this advertisement or let's get the phone to ring. But then there's a lot of people out there that are just doing it for branding. Mm-hmm. Like they just want to be known for something. They want to get their brand out there and have people understand it. And I think, you know, doing it in a digital way through a commercial is a wonderful way to build the brand. I don't know if there's a better way because you get the audio and the visual when you're doing, you know, video commercials. Now, I Mike, agree. What's your feeling on that? Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. And I think going back to what I first talked about, like finding that fit, right? And there's going to be certain times, Greg, like your handkerchief uh, analogy, <laughs> right? Is that they might not be a good fit for for video or, or OTT, Right. That's why there's Facebook, right? So that's why there's there's Google AdWords, right? So if, and again, I, I don't think that we're kind of a one-stop shop. I think we're a one-stop shop for video, but maybe video is not what that person, that business needs at that time, right? So that's that's what I meant in terms of trying to find that fit because there are so many options out there, right? And, and you know, Facebook targeted as work, you know, Google AdWords work. And really it depends on the size of the budget in terms of if they can incorporate video into it. But to your point, yes, I certainly am a strong believer, and that's why I've, I've been in broadcast for so long, in the power of video, right? I've always believed in the power of video. I believe it in terms of branding when, when you're on you know, a broadcast station, right? If you're in the Super Bowl, like that to me is still well money, money well spent if you can afford it, right? 
or in the Academy Awards or in the local news. And then now with OTT, Greg, right, you're talking about um, you can not only do the branding on the on the larger scale, right, to get that reach, but you can really be micro targeted with your message to a very specific group of people um, and not just from an audio standpoint, but they can actually see it. Um, and with the OTT product, right, is that you can't skip the ad. Um, you can't click out of the ad, right? So you're sitting down to watch this 30 minute or 60 minute program and you're going to watch it all the way through. So your commercial is going to be viewed all the way through 98, 99% of the time, right? So that's one of the kind of the key performance indicators we use with OTT is what we call VCR, which is video completion rate. That means that some, that they, not only was your video seen as an impression, they watch that 30 seconds all the way through. So it's going to resonate with we talked about VCR there, which uh, when we come back, maybe we'll talk Betamax. <laughs> we can do that. No. Yeah. <laughs> we'll we'll, uh, we'll learn more of these acronyms. There's plenty of them in, in digital marketing. There's plenty of them in ad sales as well. So we'll we'll talk more about those. Uh, we'll also learn more about digital marketing from Mike Sklut from KTVU. We'll do that right after this. You know, a great way to promote your business is a podcast. <laughs> yeah. So you're listening to a podcast and we're telling you to make a podcast. How cool is that? Yeah. Well, okay. Where do we do it? We do it on Anchor. And why? Well, because they do all the work for you. They distribute the podcast. You can edit your podcast right on your phone or within your computer. Uh, everything you need for a podcast is right there in one place. Just go and download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing to DIY for Business. Russ and Greg with you. We are talking digital marketing with Mike Sklut from KTVU, a, a, a television station. I almost said radio station. I'm, I'm in radio mode because I was talking about, you know, my old days. Uh, but no, the TV station here, like not a TV station, probably like the TV station here in the San Francisco Bay Area. And uh, we've been talking about video. And, you know, uh, Mike, during the break there, I was thinking about attribution, right? Because one of the issues that like, you know, when buying either radio or TV or any kind of broadcast, it's sometimes difficult to figure out and, um, you know, like, did these leads come from my TV ad? Did these leads come from my radio ad? The whole attribution thing is difficult. And I know there's so many digital platforms now that supply that type of information where you can get kind of a return on ad spend. How do you, how do you do that with like a broadcast ad? Yeah. I mean, that's the Holy grail, right? Is, is getting that attribution on a, on a video, but it's getting better. Uh, and one thing that broadcast companies and, and we've always kind of complained about is that last click attribution, right? Where mm -hmm. someone sees your ad on, on television and then they Google it and then they click on the, your Google ad word and bingo, Google gets the credit, right? Right. They don't, they don't, it's not, you, there's no, th that funnel like, that we talk about all the time in marketing, right? It, it skips a few steps, right? When you see it on TV and then all of a sudden they go to your Google AdWords and bingo, Google gets it. So um, with OTT, it is, it definitely has changed the game in terms of adding attribution for video, right? So we can stream an ad and then show you that household that streamed it, then went to your website, right? Connecting the dots of people that saw the ad that went to your website, that's website attribution. We also have something called footfall attribution. Again, going back to the brick and mortar where someone in that household streamed the ad, 
And then that phone that's connected to that router, right, the device ID, then literally in the la within 30 days of viewing it, stepped into that brick and mortar based on the latitude and longitude. So again, where I talk about how OTT has kind of changed the video game, the video distribution game, mm -hmm. um, attribution definitely has played a part in that, right? Because everyone needs to see some sort of ROI other than, yeah, I think it's working. I think I got a right. few more appointments this month, right? I think my $5,000 was well spent. So um, you, we, I, I'm, I feel like attribution is only going to get stronger. And, and that's what, you know, that's what I think most companies offer from an attribution standpoint, that website attribution, where you can see how many people went to your website that actually viewed this, the ad. And then that footfall was huge for, you're talking about a car dealer or a furniture store or, you know, a movie theater, whatever it might be, right. Where people actually literally go into the location. Obviously, that changed a lot over the last 15 months with COVID, but now that things are opening back up, it's going to play a huge role moving forward. Mm -hmm. That's a great question. Attribution is 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 what it was. It's probably one of the top two or three things people talk, ask me about other right. than how much does it cost and <laughs> do, can you make the commercial for me, right? right. Those are usually right. the first three things. <laughs> it's never where do I sign? That's never the first no, one. <laughs> no, it's funny. No. It's like how much does it cost? Yeah, yeah. from there. You know, it's 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 kind of a, kind of a scary for a lot of people because they're going, oh my gosh, everybody knows, you know, a company knows exactly who I am. That I'm a Toyota shopper. I'm a, a male. I have a pet. You know, there's so much information that companies know about me that is kind of a scary thing from a consumer point of view, but from an advertiser point of view, or for the businesses that are <laughs> are listening to this podcast, it's a pretty cool opportunity that nobody's really had until the last few years. I was, uh, I was talking to this one company that, you know, does the digital billboards, right? When you drive it on the freeway and you see the big digital billboards and, and they were saying, yeah, we know exactly when a car drives by and if they have the phone on, we know exactly whose phone it is. We know what kind of person they are, what they're shopping for. And if one of the companies, one of the shops inside that mall wanted to ping that phone and say, hey, come in right now within like five minutes of them passing by that billboard, they had the ability to do this. So, I mean, it's, it's scary, but it's an amazing opportunity at the same time. No, it, it is. And I think the three of us do kind of geek out over that stuff. Right. And, and the, 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 the capabilities that can be done these days is amazing. And so I look at it from a few different ways. Right. And that's what we're talking about from a business standpoint. That's why I'm a believer in whatever works for the client. That's what the client should do. That's what the company should do. So that's why I, I believe that Facebook ads work, the targeted Facebook ads work. I believe that SEM works. Right. I, the, you know, the, the Google um, AdWords. I think that works. Um, I think programmatic to a certain extent, right? So programmatic is falls under what you're talking about, right? Where you're kind of tracking your phone or a phone that's been in a Starbucks and Pete's, Pete's wants to target that phone that's been in a Starbucks. That's amazing to me. And that actually wouldn't even bother me from a consumer standpoint because the, they know I, I like coffee, right? So who cares if I get a Pete's or a Phil's or a Starbucks ad, right? So they know who you are. They know I've been to A's games, right? So it would make sense for the giants to send me, you know, to try and get me to switch sides, even though I'm never <laughs> going to switch sides. So it all works to a certain extent. And I'm also a huge believer. And these are things that I, that I don't, that Fox doesn't offer from a business standpoint. This is just me as a consumer and me having been at other companies that did this kind of stuff. I also think that retargeting 
um, is an amazing tool that every company should utilize, right? So when someone does go to your website from wherever they come from, right? So whether it's from a video ad being streamed or whether it's from a Google AdWord or Facebook or what you're talking about, a billboard, Greg, right? Once they go to the, your website, you have to be able to, you have to stay on them to a certain extent, right? And you have to walk that fine line between reminding them of who you are versus mm-hmm. pissing them off. Um, but I think that is a huge tool. You know, Southwest Airlines does it really well. Amazon probably overdoes it, um, you know, but I would say almost every week I get in somewhere on the web, I'm served like an Air Jordan from somewhere, <laughs> right? Because I like that. <laughs> But I, that doesn't bother me, right? And it's, stay, it's you're, you're staying top of mind. I've probably given too much money to Nike, but from a small business standpoint, like just say hypothetically, if I was in, in market for a new roof and I went to a roofer's website, that's a big decision to make, right? So I'm, I'm probably not going to pull the trigger at that moment. But if they keep sending me ads when I'm on Yahoo or when I'm on Twitter or whether I'm wherever I am, right? If they follow me for a certain time without upsetting me, they're going to be at the top of my call list once I'm ready to make that move. So um, there's, and again, it, it, all of this stuff is, it's so intriguing and so incredible from a technical standpoint. But if I was a business owner, it would keep me up at night. Like, Oh my God, what, what, what's yeah. going to work? It's a, it's tough because there's a lot of options and there's a lot of good options. Okay. I mentioned Johnny Carson earlier. So we'll go back to the eighties, you know, I mean, you had the yellow pages, you know, <laughs> and you, mm-hmm. you had a, a few options of, of where you can advertise, you know, the newspaper. Yeah. Right now with everything so spread out, it, there's a ton of options and you're right. I mean, there's a ton of good options. It's, it's very hard. Yeah, I think it's it's really important for businesses to find somebody that understands all these options to really help them explore what's right for them. Right. And, you know, there's probably not one solution. We all know you should a little diversify a bit, right? You mm-hmm. shouldn't put everything just into video. You should have something in maybe social media or other aspects. So it's, it's all about finding that trusted resource that can be honest with you. That's not just trying to push you one direction, has an agenda or something like that. So I think, you know, for the business owners out there that listen to this show, finding that resource that has a good breadth of knowledge of all different types, like, like you do, Mike, I mean, you, you, you're doing, you know, video now, but you have a, a great background in other types of social media and other types of digital marketing. So, you know, you'd be a great resource for people because you understand the benefits and the, and the downfalls of, of advertising with, with different ways. No, I appreciate that. And, and I think, um, you know, as a business owner or people that are in charge of the marketing dollars, right. And I can see them wanting to kind of keep it in house and, and trying to figure out all these things on their own. And I, I think the three of us would agree. Oftentimes, it doesn't really work out for them, right? Because th- there's a certain skill set to buying AdWords. There's a certain skill set to, to doing Facebook boosted posts, right? There's a certain skill set to doing uh, email marketing. Um, and you're right, Greg. It's it's really important to kind of find that one person or that one company that you truly are going all in as a partner with, and you guys are in it as partners, right? And they're very transparent with you in terms of the reporting, where the money is falling every month, um, and that sort of thing. It's, it's no different than any other kind of business relationship that you're in with somebody, but um, it's tough to go it alone, right? It's, it's hard enough to run a business, let alone run a business and be the marketing person on top. Yeah, well, I think it's, it's how much do you want to risk, 
You know, how much money do you want to risk in taking a chance that you're going to actually be able to, you know, spend on Google ads effectively or YouTube videos or whatever it is? Are you going to be able to actually know enough to get past the people that you're competing with that with, do it on a regular basis? It's very hard. Makes it where it's really tough. Yeah, 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 very hard. And again, I mean, we're just talking about the digital side, right? And then there's, like you had mentioned, there's, you know, print still there, direct mail yeah. still there, um, billboards are still there. So it's, 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 an, it's, it's amazing, right? And, and even from a digital standpoint, you know, you can't forget about the old school banner ads, right? That still, mm-hmm. still work, um, you know, whether they're on a, a premier publisher site like a, a Fox affiliate or an NBC affiliate or their targeted banner ads, right? Um, there's still a place in the world for those. Um, so it's there, there's there's a lot to think about on a daily basis. And, you know, and I think, Greg, you make a great point that the key really is finding that one partner you can trust and kind of go in with and and work side by side on that on all things digital marketing, because it's there's 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 a lot. You know, there's a top 20 list, right, that you could go down <laughs> every day and you just kind of have to pick what works, um, you know, on a daily basis and, and kind of keep keep tabs of that ROI. There's another acronym. I'm sorry. Return on investment. I, I apologize. Hey, Mike, I think, you know, all the information that, that you've provided our, our listeners has been so valuable. I really appreciate your time coming on with us. Uh, luckily, you've been there for uh, for both Russ and I over the years, and you've been our, our trusted resource and, and all the different partners you have over there on Fox. So thank you for coming on the show today, as well as uh, our relationship we've had over the years. Oh, Absolutely. I, I, I would do this anytime, fellas. Awesome. Well, we're going to take you up on that because there's so many other <laughs> things that we could talk about digital besides just video that, you know, you have expertise on. So we're definitely going to have you back, Mike. Oh, Greg, that's it. like Christmas part two for me. I, I love that. Woo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we'll, we'll bring uh, Mike back definitely to talk more about this. And yeah, thanks, Mike, for, for joining us today. And thank you uh, for listening and for subscribing to DIY for Business. As always, all of the information that we give you on the show is advice. We, we want everything to work out for you. These are things that we would do. And hopefully, you know, if, if you do, it would work out for you as well. We want to help your business grow. We thank you for listening. We thank you for subscribing. And we'll talk to you next time. Electric acid.